1: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 971 FM Talk. On demand audio. Been to the border dozens of times. If I go down there, I'm going down to meet one-on-one with people to really get an insight from what they're doing. I don't need one of these dog and pony shows from the Border Patrol and then go out with the cameras.
0: Wow, that's Chip Roy. He's a Republican, but uh, he's not real happy with the fact that a contingent of Republican Congress members went to the border yesterday to once again point out what's wrong down there. We've got uh, Congressman Eric Burleson joining us this morning from Missouri's 7th Congressional District. And Eric, welcome back. How are you? Hey, Mark. Good morning. Good morning to you. You you didn't take the trip down to the border. What uh, are you? Did you miss that? Did you decide not to go?
2: No, and I'm friends with Chip Roy, and I know exactly what he's saying because I feel the same way. The I've, We've already been to the border. Uh, I think it's – and Chip has said the same thing. You know, for those people that haven't got, gotten to the border yet, this is a good opportunity for them to finally see it for themselves. Hopefully that starts motivating them. But for he and I, we don't need any more motivation. We don't need any more press conferences or anything like that. We just want to actually – you know, roll up our sleeves and get the job done. It's time to stop. Uh, it's, it's time to take action. Yeah, is,
0: is where we're at. I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the the solution. I was talking to Jim Talent about it a minute ago. The solution seems so simple. If you just correct the asylum regulations so that not just anybody can walk in and claim asylum, they have to legitimately be in fear of their life and can prove it. Uh, You don't let him in. And that cuts the number of people coming in by probably
2: 70 percent or more. Right now, I think that um, I, I think it will. And it would under a noble administration, you know, under a Donald Trump administration, it probably would have given him all the tools that he needed to completely shut down the border. But I don't know that I trust that fixing the asylum part alone will be a fix when it comes to this administration because Joe Biden has demonstrated that he doesn't care what the law says anyway. He's going to, he's, he's going to direct them to not enforce the law. Yeah. So, which is why I think we need the remaining provisions of H.R. 2, which, which um, basically force the administration to, to actually enforce the law
1: congressman this is kim and i agree there's a lot of issues that need to be addressed there at the border but whatever happened remember in october the biden administration came out and said we're basically forced to continue with the border wall not that they were going to build the whole thing but it wasn't it like 20 miles or something that they were having to build
2: i i, I yeah something like that but what uh, there may, it may have been a portion that they that they couldn't sell that they had to they had to use the build yeah. but it's been clear that this administration isn't advancing the border wall. They're not trying to build more. It, for You know, I think for dumb reasons. I think that Democrats have labeled the border wall solution as a Trump solution, even though it, it was being built under Barack Obama and previous administrations. It's not a Republican solution or Democrat solution. But yes, they don't want to let Donald Trump, you know, the the angry orange man get a win on this. So Mm -hmm. they're going to be obstinate here and they're not, they don't want to build any more border wall. Yeah. Congressman Eric Burleson, our guest this
0: morning, I spent yesterday in Jeff city yesterday morning for the opening of the legislative session, had a chance to talk to governor Parson. One of the questions we asked him was about this plan to bring maybe Gaza refugees over here or bring more uh, illegals from Chicago where they're overcrowded to Missouri. And basically, his argument is, I don't have any control over that. That's completely handled by the federal government. Do you
2: think states should have more control over that? They absolutely should, and that's why um, one of the solutions that I think corrects the border wall issue is the Josh Hawley solution, and I'm the sponsor of it on the House side. It is the it's called the State Border Defense Act. It's uh, it's I think it's HR sixty seventy four on the House side, and it it does it basically lets Governor Parson or any governor, any legislature in any state, enforce the laws on the books when it comes to immigration. So if there were people that the governor knew that the Highway Patrol or the sheriff knew were illegally operating in, in a particular county, they could not only arrest them, but they could deport them. They would have the full authority of the federal government when it comes to immigration laws. And that's, I think that's one of the solutions that I want to see happen. I know that that's not in HR2, but I've been advocating for that because I think, again, going back, and no matter how good the laws are, this administration has demonstrated they have no willingness to support, to enforce the law. So if they're not going to enforce it, at least let the states enforce it. Well, I sure. hope
1: I hope that goes through. But even if it didn't, why couldn't Parson have just put out some strongly worded statement saying, essentially, we don't want them here. We don't support these Palestinian refugees coming to Missouri.
2: Yeah, I, I think that his his he could have had a stronger statement in that regard. Um, I don't think that he's incorrect in that. Um, as of right now, for example, Joe Biden is suing Governor Greg Abbott mm. for for the for the bill that they just passed to try to enforce immigration laws, which which says two things: one, Governor you know, Governor Parson is right in in one regard; there is a fight between the federal government and the states. And two, Joe Biden is speaking out of both sides of his mouth, and he's not being sincere to the American people when he says that he wants to have a border solution. Well, when he's willing to dedicate his resources to sue the governor of Texas and the people of Texas to stop them from enforcing the law that Joe Biden won't enforce.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a good point. Congressman Eric Burleson, our guest, you know, you served in the Missouri legislature for many years before going to Congress. I was down there yesterday. I talked to Bill Igle, for example, and Andrew Koenig. I know they're part of this Missouri Freedom Caucus uh, that you're supporting. Uh, tell me a little bit about that i mean obviously you've you've worked in those confines down there and you know that oftentimes the people in power talk a good game about being conservatives but it doesn't translate into what gets done during the session
2: yeah it's so true mark and and i and i whether it's on the federal level or the state level i was so sometimes disappointed and uninspired by my colleagues um would you when you get on the campaign trail everyone sounds great um, but whenever you get actually in the, in the building and the lobbyists start talking to people, people succumb to power. They succumb to influence and really this kind of group think mentality that happens in Jefferson City. And you need clarity at those moments. You need people that are educated. You need to, you need to like return to your core principles and stick to them. And sometimes that's harder to, to say than it is, or it's easier to say than it is to do, which is why. When I was in the House, myself, Andrew Koenig, Paul Kirtman, um, others, we created what was called the, the Conservative Caucus. And that caucus operated in a way where we, we educated each other, we kind of held each other accountable for our votes, and we would, and we would bring in principled thought leaders, um, economists, people from different think tanks to try to educate us because most lawmakers in Jefferson City they were farmers before, or insurance agents or or lawyers. They they never thought about political philosophy until they actually stepped in the halls of the building, and they need that kind of stuff. So um, I feel like I feel like a group like the Freedom Caucus, the Conservative Caucus. These are good groups for lawmakers to be a part of because it it helps them keep to their core principles.
0: Yeah, and uh, and hopefully that's a group of people that will go out and try to get more people elected. Who are going to stand up for what they believe in?
2: That's right, and you know, and also work as a core because you need a voice. Sometimes when you've got things in a, in the building that are moving through, and that are that everybody knows is not a conservative principle, but they're able to get away with it because the people back home don't. They don't know about it. They don't. They're not. They're not paying attention to everything that's happening. Yeah. And you need a group like the like the Freedom Caucus to raise the alarm and bring attention to the fact that with, that they're pa- trying to pass something that shouldn't, or raise an alarm and say, we're not, this administration or this conference isn't willing to do the tough things and pass, pass the measures that the people back home want us to pass. Yep, like initiative petition reform and so many
0: other things that should have been passed last year for sure. Uh, Congressman, listen, I appreciate, uh, you've given us some time this morning and thank you for supporting that Freedom Caucus as well.
2: Yeah, I will be there tomorrow. The, the, I think that it's open to the public. There's an event that's happening, um, and, and, and I'll be there to, uh, for the announcement and then there's a lunch following. Um, I'll try to get you guys the details.
0: Very good. Yep. I think, I, I think I do have that uh, in my email here. So I appreciate that. Uh, Congressman, we'll talk to you soon, sir. Thank you. Happy new year. Thank you, Mark. Absolutely. Good to get uh, him on here. Yeah, I'll have to find out whether or not. I know it's part of what they're doing tomorrow.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to
0: continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com t is a, a fundraiser, so um, I'll try to find out if it's open to the public. And if it is, I'll uh, try to give you some of the details here because um, I don't want to send people somewhere. If I, if I don't know for sure that it was an invitation only. So I gotta got double, I gotta double check that before I uh publicize it here.
1: Get more at 971Talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Clock at four. Doncic, the step back three, you bitch! Music. You said my word.